0: Welcome to the Senior Scoop Podcast. I am Hannah Hoover, the Director of Marketing at Cedar Ridge Village in West Des Moines, the city's newest continuing care retirement community, opening in the spring of 2021. I want to personally welcome and thank you for joining us today. This podcast is to scoop and dish all the senior topics relating to you. Before we scoop into everything hospice care, you can find all of our information on our community, at CedarRidgeWDM.com or by calling 515-369-2100. Now let's get the senior scoop with our guest today, Megan Hoffman, who is the Care Transitioning Coordinator with St. Croix Hospice. And November just so happens to be the National Hospice and Palliative Care Month. So it is perfect timing to learn more about hospice care with Megan. Welcome, Megan Hoffman. How are you? I'm good. How are you? Good. I um, am so excited to have you on the show, the podcast, because you are the first person that has asked me if they could be on it. Oh. I've been begging up to this point.
1: Well, so, I am I'm am so glad that I, you know, can have the opportunity
0: to be here. Um,
1: you know, November is Hospice and Palliative Care um, Awareness Month, so to speak. And so, you know, just wanted to kind of do my part in educating, um, you know, those listeners out there of what truly is hospice
0: and what it means and how it can benefit them. I think that's great, and I think there's there's a lot of misconceptions or scary words out there that oh, go along sure. with hospice. So I think it's great to educate people to not be scared of those things. Absolutely. So I mean,
1: so hospice. I mean, just in general, um, is you know, part of healthcare. And if we think of what healthcare was back in, you know, the 1970s, 1980s, we have had so many more advances. Right. Where, I mean, hospice is part of that healthcare. So if hospice stayed with what it was when it originally was founded, I mean, yes, I totally get where of how it can be scary, you Mm -hmm. know, what have you, where it was geared, you know, more for, you know, cancer patients, at the very, you know, last few days of life where they would have to go to a place, et cetera. But my goodness, it has changed so much to where I have even spoke to patients, you know, about it. And they ask if I'm like signing them up for a cruise, um, <laughs> it, you know, and it, it does, it just sounds kind of almost, you know, too good to be true, you mm-hmm. know, so to speak. Um, but yeah, we'll get into it.
0: Well, why don't you tell us a little bit about how you got into hospice and a little bit about St. Croix and what you guys do with your patients and what kind of sets you guys apart? Yeah. So,
1: gosh, what got me into hospice, I actually was involved in doing support groups um, for younger kids when I was actually in high school um, through a hospice organization. Yeah. And so um, I've always kind of geared more towards just that, that helping, you know, side of things. So I have actually been with St. Croix for five years. Hard to believe. Um, I I know it's, it's like in dog years in in healthcare. (laughs) So, um, but yeah, so I have been with St. Croix Hospice for, for five years. Um, And the name actually comes from the St. Croix River that separates Minnesota and Wisconsin. Okay. So that was where we were originally founded. Um, And now we serve. Most of Minnesota, most of Wisconsin, most of Iowa, um, half of Nebraska, okay, Kansas and Missouri. okay as well. Um, and so it's it's just kind of crazy. So we were founded basically on the importance of, you know one doing the right thing for those individuals who need that extra you know support and what have you. Um, and why I feel like that's so important is, You know, I had a fantastic experience um, when I was younger with my aunt who had had hospice care in her own home. Mm -hmm. Um, And that's where she wanted to, you know, pass away. And we we were there, you know, surrounding her. I mean, I still remember it was like 20 of like my family members, you know, Mm -hmm. they're like all Mm -hmm. there, et cetera. But then most recently, it hit even more home of why it is so important of my stubborn grandfather. He was in his mid 80s. And he always said, I'm never going, you know, somewhere where I don't want to be right. And he's like, I want to be home. I want to die at home. Mm -hmm. I want to, you know, what have you. Great. Well, he his home was um, the condo that, you know, he was living in with with my mom or my mom with my grandma And, um, you know, he had some health issues. He had congestive heart failure. Mm -hmm. He was diabetic and things like that. And he just knew he was just having a big decline. Um, It was obviously very hard for my grandma to, you know, take care of him on, on her own, et cetera. And so, you know, we enlisted hospice care to come in and he was on hospice services for, like five and a half months. That's um, a long time for most people. That, that is, that is a very long time. Um, and you know, it's really, we were able to just help them achieve different goals. Mm-hmm. Um, most of the time the goals were, and I know you won't like to hear this, but we're watching the Iowa Hawkeyes. <laughs> um, you know, I get it. I get it. <laughs> yes. Yes. Um, but i just, and just truly being with, you know, family. And that was, you know, the most important thing and not having to go to the hospital and not having to go, you know, to all these negative aspects where he could just truly be, you know, watching TV in his
0: favorite recliner. Mm -hmm. It's the simple things in life sometimes. It
1: really is. And that is truly, you know, as opposed to treating his, you know, diabetes and his congestive heart failure, we meaning hospice kind of took a step back and said, okay, hey, let's treat you as an entire person versus those disease specific Right, right. Um, and that's truly, you know, the biggest thing about hospice is that if just taking that step back and saying, okay, hey, how are you
0: as an entire individual, you know, doing? Mm-hmm. And what do you need as an entire individual right. instead uh, of their specific uh, diagnosis? Absolutely. And as far as, you
1: know, for St. Corey Hospice of what sets us apart, you know, the one thing is, is that we have been tried and true as far as you know, providing as many resources for individuals as possible. In the sense of individualizing every single thing that um, that they can have. So whether that be you know nursing daily, you know, a visits daily, you know, to help with showering or just housework, mm-hmm. um, you know, what have you, to having licensed music and massage therapists, to having, you know, social workers coming in to help just with, you know, the age old hard questions of, hey, have you thought about funeral arrangements? Mm-hmm. You know, what have you? That is a whole other topic that I'm sure you will get the scoop on um, <laughs> at some point in time. But really, it's if you don't know anything about it or where to go or how to navigate it, that's just what we want to be—is that resource because you're already dealing with a very vulnerable time, and mm-hmm. so if we could kind of help navigate that, um, you know, that's what that's what we want to do. So. Well, i
0: have my three of my grandparents were actually in hospice care, and I—I I can't say enough about you—you you all are truly angels um, mm-hmm. when it comes to the care that you give, um, no matter the hospice, um, company that is everybody that is in the hospice community is just true angels, I think Mm -hmm. sent to earth. Um, but what I always thought was so neat was yes, you're there for the, the patient in need, but your reach is so much greater and it reaches to the family so much. Um, And that impact that I witnessed as even a little kid knowing that and feeling that was so incredible to know that that's what hospice was.
1: Oh, absolutely. And, you know, exactly to your point, I can still remember my aunt's hospice nurse. Yes. I mean, her name is Melanie. And I, you know, if I see her back home. I'll Mm -hmm. say hi to her, you know, what have you. And then even, um, you know, most recently with my grandpa, you know, his nurse's name was Jane. I know, I knew what she was wearing the day that he died. you know, it's just, it's those things. And, you know, when someone does pass, like, yes, their memory is still there, et cetera. But it's those individuals that are still, you know, living that need that extra support. And that's truly where, you know, we can come in and help out with that grief and, you know, grief support and just being there. That's, that's the biggest thing. So often is that, you know, so we have started many different programs based upon just feedback from individuals that we have served and their families. Um, And so we have started a program, which is our voyage program. Okay. Um, And what that does is it really focuses on, you know, more towards the very, you know, end of life, but where our goal is to truly be there when you need us the most so if that's Mm -hmm. you know being there for five or six seven hours at a time great we will we will do that because we want to be able to support you and you know educate you and train you on just different things that you might Mm -hmm. see and you know to say you know yes you you know share share the story or share Mm -hmm. the cinnamon roll recipe you know we want to hear we want to hear that we want to be here you know for you and, and answer any of those you know coulda, shoulda, woulda you know, what have you from, from a family perspective. And the more, you
0: know, as a family through this process too, the less scary it is. And oh, you can absolutely. be in the moment and mm-hmm. not be in the fear too. Absolutely. I noticed. So absolutely. it's, it's a great service, not only for patients, but oh, absolutely, um, for, for families. families as, mm-hmm. as ever after everything happens too. Um, so some, there's a lot of misconceptions or big questions with mm-hmm. hospice. So let's tackle a few of them. So, yeah. Who are hospice services for, or how does one qualify for hospice services? Yeah, yeah, great question. So as far as who qualifies,
1: anyone can qualify if they have a life-limiting or chronic um, disease. So whether that be COPD, heart failure, um, dementia, uh, Parkinson's, MS, ALS, um, cancer, if they just have lots of just different gamuts of things, as far as um, we call them, you know, melting pot of just, they, you know, they have a little bit of this, a little bit of that, you know, what have you and where there's just not something quite right. Um, And oftentimes one of the biggest misconceptions as far as like who qualifies and, you know, how to qualify is that you have to wait for your doctor to, to, you know, say, Hey, I think it's time for hospice. When in actuality, it's the complete opposite. Oh, I did not know that. Yes. Yes. And so you, we we need a doctor's kind of blessing or, you know, yes, absolutely. I agree with this. You know, what have you to move, you know, forward Mm -hmm. and actually start services. But for us to come out and just have a conversation about, hey, tell me, tell me kind of what's Mm -hmm. going on. We can do that any time. Right. I mean, it could be, you know, 10 years, you know, premature, Mm -hmm. so to speak, but knowing, I feel like knowledge is so key and who better than to know your body than yourself, right? right. And how you're feeling, et cetera. And so we kind of then just take it upon ourselves then to, you know, after that conversation to work with your primary care physician to say, okay, Hey, you know, these are the things that are going on, you know, with, John Doe and you know, we want to be there as a resource, you know, for him. And so we follow, you know, certain criteria that we have to um based upon just being a healthcare entity. Course, yes, you know, what have you. So but yeah, no, that is that is one of the biggest things is that you have to have a doctor's kind of say, and you actually
0: don't. Well, you taught me something today. Yes, That's great. Yes. Um, what are some of the biggest benefits? Um, for your patients that you guys serve, I know you mentioned massage therapy mm-hmm. and music therapy. Um what other programs do you guys offer?
1: Yeah, oh my gosh. So this is kind of just a never ending list. So you know not only do we have you know specific individuals that have you know their um, kind of niche, so to speak, as far as you know what they are best at, but then we also have you know our voyage program, which I kind of talked about mm-hmm. a little bit. Um but then we have, um, you know, if, if the individual is having, um, you know, if they're brought on services under a dementia diagnosis, so Alzheimer's is, is a form of dementia, um, that we are the only hospice provider in the state of Iowa that has as much end of life training geared towards dementia Mm -hmm. patients than anyone in the state of Iowa. So, so yeah, so we have a specific program, which is our North Star Dementia Program, mm-hmm. which is just tried and true. Um, and especially just now, we have been in the time of, you know, COVID, right, um, in the pandemic, we have gone above and beyond to, you know, really ensure that the safety of not only our staff, but those individuals that we're taking care of are are truly, you know, our first and you know, only priority mm-hmm. in that moment. Mm-hmm. So, you know, of um we test twice a week, um, all of our staff, you know, again, ensuring that they are, you know, safe, um, while while they are, you know, providing that care again, just that small little mental health Mm -hmm. piece, you know, what Mm -hmm. have you. So, you know, those are just some of the things, but as far as just in general, what we can really do for a patient is really just help keep them happy and comfortable where they're at. So if they're having a great day, Great. Let's let's keep it that way, mm-hmm. right? We're going to you know, we're not going to you know, give you all these medications, you know, what have you, which is a general, you know, misconception what mm-hmm. have you. But we will, you know, take a look at your medication list and say, "Okay, hey, you know, maybe instead of taking, you know, these 15 medications that you have, you know, there's a lot of times healthcare professionals from, you know, a hospital to a clinic to your primary, you know, what have right. you don't always necessarily communicate the best. Yes. Um, and so we take a look at it and say, okay, Hey, you know, this is doing the same thing as this, you know, it's doing a little bit more harm than good, mm-hmm. you know, what have you. And if you're like, you know what, I don't want to take these anymore. That's fine. You, you mm-hmm. kind of call the shots. You are the captain of the ship of, of your health and your choices. And and we are just there to kind of help navigate you know, you through that. That's so, great. Yeah.
0: Um, the other question I get all the time working in retirement care is how much does hospice cost? And to be quite honest with you, I never know what to say. Yeah. <laughs> no, this who is
1: pays for it. Yeah. You know? So this is truly my favorite question because I feel like Oprah when I when I like give the answer, <laughs> because it really is it is a if you have Medicare. If you are above the age of 65 or if you have Medicare disability, mm-hmm. it is 100% covered under Medicare. Okay. It is free in the moment that you need it. It we've is your a moment. Yes, yes, yes. <laughs> it's like, you get that. No. It, I mean, we've all been paying into it our whole life. And so it's like, why not reap that benefit right. that you have earned so hard mm-hmm. you know, to, to get? And mm-hmm. so- that's where we have those, you know, kind of going back to that's where we have those qualifications and those factors of what we have
0: to kind of follow, you know, what have you under Medicare, et cetera. Okay. Mm-hmm. That's great. I now I know how to answer that question. I can just bring out my inner Oprah and yes, say it's yes. free, it's free, it's free. <laughs> you get it. You yes. get it. Um, and then I have some questions um from our future residents at Cedar Ridge mm-hmm. Village. Um, just so some rapid fire questions. Um, but I wanna end with um if you want to start thinking about this and with what your favorite story or couple stories are um, with working with patients in hospice. But the first question is, what is the average time someone uses hospice services?
1: Oh, my gosh. Average time. Um, you know, right now, I think like this state, I don't even know what the statewide average uh-huh. is, um, but it's typically like two weeks. Okay. And that's not a, that's not Not a lot lot. of time. No. Yeah. Where, you know, it kind of comes into place where I had kind of shared, you know, where my grandfather had, you know, hospice for five Mm -hmm. and a half months, you know, what have you. We had a patient um, who was on our services actually for two years um, before she passed. And some people are probably thinking, well, how, how is that even possible? Right? Right. Well, so she was diagnosed with cervical, stage four cervical cancer. Mm -hmm. Well, if that disease would run its normal course, the life expectancy is that six months or less. However, she had a phenomenal support system. She was able to be at home and she brought us in from the day of her diagnosis because she didn't want to do any treatment. And so right there, that just truly goes to show you how important and how, you know, much hospice can really truly impact from right. just a longevity standpoint mm-hmm. you know as well. Um, so there isn't there isn't necessarily a um, expiration as far as you know you only get 90 days, you know what mm-hmm. have you. You can utilize hospice services. As long as it's needed, we have graduated some individuals. I was going to say I know many yes. people that have
0: graduated from yes, hospice. yes.
1: To where you know they have a couple, you know, three, four bad, you know, months as far mm-hmm. as just like they're struggling just with their health, etc. Right. And you know, with the extra support and what have you, they kind of just pop back up. And the nice thing with hospice is that we can graduate um, or discharge them. You know mm-hmm. what have you we don't give a diploma or anything. Um, but then, you know, if they need it, let's say in a week or even the next day, we
0: can bring them back mm-hmm. on services. So mm-hmm. there's never any, it, it's just very fluid. Okay. Mm-hmm. I do think that though, the the, t- the lack of time spent on hospice could be more if people maybe had a plan. Had a plan. Absolutely.
1: And actually, you know, I mean, just listen to this podcast, you know, like this Mm -hmm. and just educating themselves. Right. It doesn't have to be for those last, you know, week or two days or what have you that, you know, if, you know, you're talking to your doctor and you're noticing that you're needing, you know, more help with just, you know, getting up in the morning or taking a shower, Mm -hmm. you know, what have you and all of those like small things. Well, those small things kind of add up to, you know, bigger things for us
0: anyway. And quite frankly, if it's free, utilize yeah. it. Yes, yes yeah. exactly. Um, the second question from our future residents at Cedar Ridge are what are three of the biggest benefits you see um, that hospice gives patients?
1: Mm. The first one being just a sense of peace of mind. Um, so often I hear, well, I don't want to burden my family, you know, or I don't want to burden, you know, my spouse or what mm-hmm. have you. We're there to take that caregiver aspect off, uh, you know, off the right. table of having them do that to where, when, you know, your family comes to visit or, you know, you're spending time, you know, with your spouse, you can be family and just right. and that, just be in that moment and just be in that moment. And you're not having to worry about, Hey, do you feel good? Are you okay? Right. You know, what had you, that is the biggest thing is just that, that peace of mind. And then Obviously also just from a physical aspect, you know, making sure that, you know, individuals are comfortable. Mm -hmm. A lot of times, you know, we have to jump through a couple hoops as far as just contacting our doctor for this and doing that, et cetera for whatever reason, when hospice is involved, we have some kind of like magic dust. I feel like (laughs) that, you know, we make a call. It it is, I guess. (laughs) And so, you know, we make a call to the physician and just say, you know, Hey, this is kind of what we're seeing. You know, we would recommend, you know, X, Y, Z, whether it be, you know, an antibiotic for, you know, an upper respiratory respiratory infection Mm -hmm. or, you know, what have you, where we're just kind of changing our focus is from long-term curative to just that, that comfort symptom Pain and symptom management. And then, so peace of mind um, being one, you know, the physical aspect. And then the third one, I would say knowing that, you know, you aren't having to go in and out of the hospital, you mm-hmm. aren't having to go in and out of doctor's office visits, et cetera, that it's really us making house calls, right? You know, to you, mm-hmm. which if you don't feel good at two o'clock in the morning, call us. We'll come. Right. I mean, and that, that's why we're there. We're definitely that peace of mind. And, you know, we are not bankers hours. That's, that's for sure. Yeah. So,
0: so our last question is, um, things you've done for patients and stories. I know you have lots of them. I've, I've been blessed to hear a lot of them. Um, but do you have one that sticks out in particular as just, this is why I do what I do? Oh
1: gosh, well there's 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 a couple. So I think the first one, um, it's kind of a lighthearted one. So this individual, she um has since passed away, but she when we would come into her um assisted living, she had this huge picture of her husband who had passed away and he was in a towel. Mm-hmm. Um he had the towel wrapped around him and he was doing like a funny pose Like <laughs> when, and when I say big, I mean like life-size like huge yes 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 like at the 12 by 16 I don't know it was was massive right and it hung up just right right behind her chair we would always chuckle every single time well she wanted to reenact that photo for her daughter to have no yes and so we we were able to do it we she wore her robe and she you know hiked up her her um you know pajamas underneath or what have you and you know, it struck a pose, you know, as well. And then we actually printed it for oh. for her daughter and gave it to her, um, you know, as a gift. And that's just, I mean, one incident. I mean, we were um, on USA Today for doing, um, for bringing a guy to, um, who had never seen an, an Iowa football game before yep. to, you know, Iowa City to sit and just watch his first game. He had a beer there, which I didn't know. I don't things. think, is that legal there? It is. In the north <laughs> end zone, it is. And I, I was just a shock. But I mean, it's truly just like the small things. I mean, it wasn't mm-hmm. anything like granting them, you know, a million dollars or what have you. Right. But just simple things like that is just, that's just truly why I do what right. I do. Well,
0: right. and it is the simple things. I The, the best memory I have um, is my grandma's hospice nurse. My grandma had written a book about my mm-hmm. grandpa's life and it was very Norwegian thing to do, I guess. But um, I walked into the room once and she, the hospice nurse was reading the book my grandma wrote to her. Aww. And it's just those simple moments mm-hmm. that you can take in and just truly be in that moment mm-hmm. and it's those little things um before one's passing that mean the most and you remember mm-hmm. the most oh so, yeah yeah um that's oh exciting. well i would love to see that picture of that yes oh my <laughs> gosh yeah i'll try to see sorry. if i can like find it yes. up yeah well yes. thank you so much for being a guest that asked me to be on the yes, podcast megan thanks so much for allowing um, me to come on well and... thank you and happy national mm-hmm. hospital so, thank you thanks megan i can't thank you enough for being our expert guest on senior Scoop. Everything you do for all the seniors in the community is truly inspirational, and I'm so grateful to know you, your heart, and your love for helping others. For more information on St. Croix Hospice, please contact Megan Hoffman at 515-229-8862 or mhoffman at com. If you enjoyed this episode, be sure to hit the subscribe button for this podcast. That way you are notified when a new episode is posted. If you would like any additional information on Cedar Ridge Village, please visit our website at cedarridgewdm.com. Thanks so much for listening, and I hope you are leaving with some scoops of knowledge that can help. Until next time, I hope every day brings you purpose, passion, and joy in life.